Yo. Okay. What's up, everybody? We're, I'm happy this is working good yes. so far. <laughs> We're here. Uh, I can't believe it that it worked with the, the same room. I didn't know if it was going to happen like that. Yeah. I mean, the YouTube gods blessed us this time. They don't always bless us, but this time we're blessed. If everybody watching notices, we have a new look. We also got new haircuts too. Unintentional. Oh. But unintentional, but you know we got to be looking fresh for today. No, we planned this. Oh, we did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Billy, get a haircut. All right, I'm on my way. Boom. Simultaneous haircut. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to episode 84. With Dennis Lopez. So for everybody who came straight from the live, uh, the movie night we just had, up to no good, um, Long Beach guys, a uh, bunch of new guys, young guns from Long Beach, California, and had a killer video. We had a ton of people come out to the movie night. And so I hope a bunch of you are in the chat now. And uh, we're going to keep it going with Dennis Lopez. Yeah, that video was really good. You know, it was like a lot of a lot of familiar faces and a lot of uh, not so familiar faces. But the video was done like so well. Everyone in that video just absolutely ripped. And I also actually wanted to give a special shout out to uh, a lot of guys in that crew because a lot of them were big donors for the donating skate that was in Long Beach. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't know that until half- you mentioned it. Yeah, more than half that crew showed up and and gave skates, and we were able to ship a lot of those skates out overseas. So, um, yeah, big shout out to all those guys. Those guys came together for that. They obviously came together to make an incredible video. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there as well. That's awesome to hear. And we're still, we sent a bunch of stuff out for the donating escape. We still have some stuff left to do. So we're going to keep updating everybody on that as well. Um, We figured we'd wait till everything's all sent out to fully update everybody and let the donors know where their stuff has gone to. But until then, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> it's a lot harder than we thought, but it's a challenge that we're willing to take and uh, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, someone was saying I still got to work on my lighting situation. So hopefully uh, we'll I'm going to get out. a new light actually soon in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned to that. But um, uh, before we go any further, I'm going to do the spiel. Please follow us on all of our social media platforms. Uh, Can we do this on here, Austin? We're all new to this. YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell. So when we have these cool movie nights and these uh, podcasts on the fringe or on the fly, you can just come check them out. Stop what you're doing. Go to Facebook. Give us a like. Go to our Instagram. Follow us. Also, go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Um, interactions matter. So if you want to leave a comment in the YouTube, if you want to share the video, all that stuff helps with the algorithm. It helps boost our videos up. So when you're watching skate videos, it'll come up and things like that. And you can check out some of our episodes. We also have a Patreon. You could be a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. And when you become a Patreon, you get access to exclusive content. We have three pieces. We have trick tips coming out soon and things of that nature. So please stay tuned. Hell yeah. We have a bunch of new patrons to thank also this month. Uh, This time around, we'd like to give a big shout out to Roel Castillo, Phil Nolan, Sean Casey, Marcus Todd, Dan Bond, Cletus Kuhn, Grace Kale, Benjamin Butler, Alex Chamberlain, Dirk Porter, Jason, Jason Calva, and Chris Medina. Thank you all so much for your support. Um, we have also to do tonight uh, our supporter Check. giveaway. Yes, um, the supporter giveaway. Yeah, we didn't do one for December yet, so we're going to do it right now. So like we say every month, we... Oh, now it's not going to work? Hang on. 
I think I got it now. There we go. So, like we say every month, um, we take all of our Patreon supporters for the month and put them all in a random giveaway where they can have one of whatever item they want from our online store just to show our appreciation for you supporting us. Um, all the names are in here. We have 175 uh, Patreon members too, which is really cool. So thank you to everybody here. We're going to pick one random winner right now. And who are we going to have? Dreed. Am I saying that right? Dreed? Dread? Well, Dread. Dread. <laughs> Part of my uh, downfalls is words and, and stuff like that. So <laughs> my pronunciation is not the best. So Dread, Dread, whatever it is, we're going to reach out to you. Thank you for supporting us. You won for the month of December. And we're going to get you whatever you want from our online store. So thank you. And thank you to everybody else who is part of our Patreon community. Like Billy said, we have a lot of exclusive content only available on our Patreon. So check it out. Link in the description of our video. Yes. Um, we also have an episode coming up this week with uh, Yo-Yo, Jacoby, and we're going to talk about all the new things to Winter Clash. So if everyone's curious, if anyone's wondering what's going on with Winter Clash this year, because it's going to be very different, um, come and check out that episode. We're doing it this Thursday. And I'm actually really excited to know, too. I'm curious. Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of questions. About all these challenges. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. So this is going to be the place to have your questions answered. So come on Thursday. Um, we'll put a date and time up soon. But everybody, check that out. Uh, cool. Do we have anything else, or should we bring on our guest? Uh, well, we have a sponsor for this episode as well. Oh, uh, that's right. How could I how forget? Can we we forget. A... <laughs> uh, well, this is new. We're new to yeah. having a, a sponsor. So yeah, uh, we are very lucky to have this sponsor, and we have an episode from this sponsor. It is Blank by Rollerblade. They have a new skate coming out. They got a new team, new project, everything coming out new for 2021. Mm -hmm. So we have a trailer made by Taylor Coburn. So we have that ready to go, right, Austin? Yeah, I'm going to run that right now. Nice. That was Blank by Rollerblade. Everybody stay tuned. They got a lot of cool stuff coming up this year for 2021. We're going to keep you updated on all those things as well. So thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Shout out to Blank by Rollerblade. Hell yeah. Very, Shoot. very cool. That whole team is awesome. Love Cam. Love uh, Sean. All them. Really cool stuff. It's fun. Yeah, yep. as well. All of them. Mm -hmm. Should oh, we yeah. jump into our guest right now? Yes. I'm very excited. Okay. So without further ado, I hope you're all ready for Dennis Lopez. Hang on, we got a thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe I'll make that a little shorter. But shout out to Butter TV for that soundbite. We're, uh, we're doing new things with this, clearly, if you're watching. And uh, that's an actual soundbite from Blading Cup 2019, courtesy of Butter TV. So we wanted to keep it 
skating right here. So thank you, Butter <laughs> TV, for that one. Dennis, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, thank you, guys. Hell yeah, we just watched your video in the, in the sections and your whole crew and everything like that. So I think everyone in the chat right now, everyone watching live is, is super hyped right now to have you on as well. Thank you, man. I'm hyped to be on here. Kind of nervous, but you know how it goes. <laughs> nah, it's all good, man. We're just gonna be, be chit-chatting. But yeah, um, dude, yeah. So when I saw this video, I was like, wow. First of all, it's been a long time since you see like a full-length, 52-minute project, and everyone in that is like, there's a lot of familiar faces, but there's like a lot of people who I think people are seeing for the first time. A lot of people I saw for the first time. And everyone's section was just so good, so on point. The music went so well. So um, I don't know. I want to talk about Up to No Good, but maybe we should talk about about you and your introduction to skating uh, and how you got into skating and talk about your whole beginning. So me, I'm always curious, people like in your era, like coming up and how you started, because when I started, it was like so many people skating was on MTV and things like that. So I'm always curious about, like, what was your introduction? What was, like, your first video? Um, first, honestly, I didn't have no first video. Uh, I, I think my dad bought me a pair of skates one time from Big Five, and there were some airwalks. And I'd never seen, like, no type of aggressive skating at all. So I was just like, all right, these are just regular skates, like recreational skates. And at the time, I was living in uh, L.A., East L.A., and... He took me to a skate park in Culver City and uh, literally only had like four obstacles in there. Uh, this big old metal like light pole for some reason. And then <laughs> this kicker and some like shitty, uh, sorry for the language, uh, quarter pipes. <laughs> I curse all the time. I can't help I remember, <laughs> <laughs> And I remember I was like, all right, I mean, I don't know how to grind out. Like I said, I never seen no, like any type of videos or anything like that. And I remember calling my dad and I was telling him to look at me. So I was like, went down to the quarter pipe and I just took off, hit a kicker. And I swear for me, from what I remember, I swear I jumped and I was like over the fence and I looked at him and he looked at me like scared because he's seen me that high. And I landed <laughs> like, you know, perfect, like on my feet. And then after that, he was just like, yo, we got to go like. I can already see that you're just going to things like I'm not trying to take you to the hospital type deal. So damn, that was kind of the first way I got introduced to rollerblading. But like I said, I never seen any videos. And then um, my friend, Robert, Robert Wasabi, he was in the video. Uh, before I got into it, I was a skateboarder. So that was, that's all I did. And then one day he sent me a link uh, for some Genesis, some razors. And this was when AIM was around. And he was like, um, yo, buy these skates. And I was like, all right, uh, bought them. And then we went straight to a veteran skate park. And then he showed me a video at that. It was, uh, I think, a Brian Aragon video. And that Brian Aragon is like Robert's favorite like skater the whole time. And to me, I was just like, yeah, he was cool. Like, it, it, he was good. Don't get me wrong. Like, Brian Aragon is a, a goat. Like, everyone knows. Yeah. What, just, what year was, is this? This was 2012, <clears throat> I believe. Okay. So, okay. Later than I thought. Yeah, so, I'm kind of like a late bloomer. I started when I was like 16, actually. Like 16, 17. And, um, yeah, he showed me a Brian Aragon video. And I was like, this is cool. And then on the side, it said it was a 
it was Murda's uh, Eagle section. And I was like, oh, I clicked on it just randomly just to check it. And as soon as his first trick came on, I was like, yo, this is the guy like, <laughs> who I wanted to, to, to copy to a T. And so I, ever since I saw that that day, when I saw that, went to the straight to the skate park and was trying everything like his, like whatever I remembered in the video, I was trying. And thank good choice. There, yeah. From there, good it was taste. just like, I, that's where it took off. That's sick. That's a, that's a good introductory story. Did you say that you had airwalks, airwalk skates? Yeah. Airwalks from I, Big Five. I didn't even know that airwalk made skates. Yeah, it was, it was horrible skates. Like, I mean, before those, I was riding recreationals. Like, me and my cousin, uh, my dad bought us a pair of skates, but he, we only could afford one pair. So we would always argue about, like, who can who wants to ride them first. So we came up with this idea, like, all right, you take the left skate today, and I'll take the right, and we'll, like, run around the block just um, using our foot like a skateboard, and going around the block using it like that. And then the next day, I'll, I'll take the left skate, he'll take the right, and then uh i think it was for my birthday or something like that uh we went to big five and he bought me some airwalks which those skates were horrible <laughs> i picture them looking just like the sneakers but with wheels on <laughs> those are so horrible like even as a little kid like i didn't know much about like what rollerblades but i felt the heaviness in them and like the the loudness of that plastic was just like bad yeah, especially, I mean, any skate not meant for aggressive skating is going to be horrible for what we do anyway. Yeah. So you got you to gotta pick and choose. I'm curious what, I mean, I, I feel like I know the answer to this, but I want to hear what you say. But like, what about murder skating drew you in to be like, yo, this is the guy? Was it just like his, his style, his swag, like his quick feet? What was it about it? It was it was his style. Like, it, it, it was kind of like one of those things I couldn't really explain. It's like, you know, when you listen to an artist and you hear like one song and it's just like that one song is just like hits you i don't know why i like you so much but like <laughs> you're the you're the best to me right and he just made it look cool i think he just made it look cool like mm -hmm. you know what i mean mike had like a, a, a way with that like 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 Vinny was very much like that too just like he just looked like a cool guy that just ripped skating like you know like look i don't know at least for me that's what i get out of that a little bit too he was a cool know. guy yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was yeah. it was it it attracted me so much like um like i from the music to like the clothes i, I mean at that time i wasn't wearing baggy clothes i was kind of like all skinny jeans out because and mind you that skateboarding era was like, yeah yes yeah, skateboarding era so i was like yeah. transitioning that to this so i was like mm -hmm. all right but um yeah that whole that whole little that part that he had it was just yeah it was amazing that was a big one yeah that was a yeah. big one but uh, I like, yeah, that's that, that's a good start. But like, you know, I, I noticed from your video, like you obviously have like some, like, did you get into filming when you got back into skating? Cause you obviously have some like really, like who are your film inspirations? Um, So when it, yeah, when I got back into skating, yeah, I kind of, I stopped for like five years. I stopped around 2013, I believe, or something like that. And then came back. And when I came back, um, I got into contact with Greg. Greg was the one that kind of showed me uh, how to film. Like I didn't know anything. How, I didn't know how to use a HBX. I Greg Preston. Know. Yeah, so people Greg don't know. Preston yeah, yeah. From Easy. Yeah, he he showed me, and um, he, one day he gave me. He was like, "Yo, can you help me film this thing?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know how to use this camera." <laughs> he was like, "Look, 
just zoom in, zoom out, just try to show the trick as much as you can. I'm like, all right. And uh, I think we did something for his razors. It was for his uh, his mint, something for the mint SLs he did for them. And uh, yeah, he should, He told me to, to help him film it. And then ever since then, I was just like, yeah, I need to buy a camera and get all my stuff too. That's uh, one thing in the, I don't know how much of the video you filmed up to no good, but one thing you could tell by the video is that the filming is super proper. And that's part of what makes a crew like yours succeed too, is you guys all know how to film or most of you guys know how to film, make videos. And so you're going to be constantly getting footage of yourselves. That's kind of like, it reminds me of like how we grew up. We always had a camera around us too. We know what we were doing. It was so easy to put out content and it, it made you guys want to skate even more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once I got that camera and everybody and I, I was like, I, I was a, I'm more of like, I would say into filming now than I ever was. Um, just seeing the reactions after people land the tricks and like seeing how they liked it to be like, or how they want it to be filmed or how I can film it and make it look better is to me is like pretty cool. Cause it's not, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. I mean, like from filming, my inspiration also too is Quentin Tarantino. Like that's where I try to take what he does in his movies, like try to bring it into like what my movies are. Well, that's yeah, I saw that with like those, those cool transitions. Like yeah, they were like those cutout transitions. Those really like, yeah, uh, there's like a lot like, of sweet moments like that. Yeah. And he does a lot of like, uh, you know, zoom in effects and like zoom out and a lot of quick um, drop downs to certain objects that he's filming and stuff like that. So if you've seen in some in the video, you see a lot of the where I'm focusing in the face and then drop down to the skate, like that's Sick. what I took from him. That's what I wanted to bring. I was like, if I want to put myself out there and as a, a filmer and like separate myself from what everyone else does, I'm gonna do this little thing. So when people see that, like, oh, that's what he does. Yo, mad props to that. That's the first time I heard of a, a yeah, skating cool. a skating filmmaker influenced by someone like Quentin Tarantino and applying that to an actual skate video. That's yeah, so yeah. sick. That's so sick to hear. Yeah, that's actually like, actually like, <clears throat> that actually reminds me of like, you know, kid art, like whatever, like Chris Brown, he used yeah. to like draw that same kind of like inspiration from like outside uh, things. And that's super cool, especially Quentin Tarantino, man. That guy hasn't had a bad movie. I love it. I love his shit. It's so mm -hmm. sick. Yeah, exactly. Like, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Kill Bill movies are probably like my favorite. So I do get a lot of inspiration from there, like the titles and just like everything just feels like really right in that movie. So I that's what I try to bring to this. Damn, I'm going to look yeah, at that see, video like, a whole that, different way now. <laughs> you see, that, that's cool. You're talking about like, you know, drawing inspiration from like these movies and outside sources, like a lot of like the people who I like in skating and in all these other arts, like, you know, even in music, they draw inspiration from these other arts too like you know you think about like rizza and like the kung fu oh yeah or definitely. like some of, some of your favorite skaters drawing like their parallels to music whether it be like you know bellino in one time to like heavy and you know rock and roll or this other you know um you know frankie deep and like hip-hop and all this stuff yeah. so like other than the movies i'm curious like what what are the things that you draw influence from like in like in, a, in other like you know like you said movie culture like so like what other like movie things or like outside music things like where do you get the inspiration um I, inspiration i it's kind of i mean from movies uh music definitely from music um uh what else 
and also honestly from like skateboarding too like i watch how some of these filmers film their tricks and stuff like that so and it's kind of the same the people that are filming now and rollerblading it's kind of the same thing but there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I see more than just like oh just follow his like his skate and you know show the obstacle it's kind of like I, I kind of pay attention to like the background noise of what's happening like hmm. let me let me catch the aesthetic of the the spot instead of instead of just focusing on you or let me focus like have you half frame and half like as you see like these bushes because the colors look so nice like I just want to catch mm. that and then you know pan to you and then do the trick hmm yeah it's not the just aesthetic. about the trick yep yeah, yeah it's all like aesthetics and then music honestly on music like for me when i'm filming my when someone's filming me or when i'm filming somebody and i know their like music taste i kind of uh film it to what i hear there's what their song is going to be or what it can sound like if that makes sense yeah, I like I like the way you you look at this. You look at filmmaking, skating filmmaking in a whole different way that I never heard of before. And I've been watching skate videos and filming skate videos for like two decades now. You know, it's it's so sick to hear that shit from you. How old are you, by the way? Um, twenty eight, twenty twenty nine this year. Yeah, to think about that. Yeah, after <laughs> I know. I find the same way too. I go to the liquor store. How old are you? And I'm like, uh, twenty five. No, twenty seven like 28 <laughs> <laughs> you walk away empty-handed you you said yeah. that you, you said that you took a break after 2012 for a few years yeah perhaps like five years uh yeah i think 2012 i came back 2017 yeah beginning of 2017 so you only really been skating for like five years total yeah that's yeah. insane how are you so good for only skating five years that's crazy yeah. what, were you, what were you doing in between did you go back to skateboarding uh, or what so no, no, no. So when I quit, um, the reason I quit is because so I was living in Carson at the time. That's where I'm pretty much raised at. And we had we were going through some tough times with my mom and uh, we, we had to move from there. So when we moved, we moved to Gardena for like a little bit and we stayed in a hotel because we couldn't find a place. And then we eventually found a place in L.A. And at that time, like I said, I was 16. Like, I didn't have no money, no I mean, no job. I didn't have a car to meet any of my friends or anything like that. So that kind of put me down into, like, this, like, the depression mode. And I was like, all right, well, I can't skate. Like, I have no car. Like, I'm just going to quit. There's nothing around. And, um, yeah, and then I, I kind of, like, pretty much cut off a lot of my friends. Like, I stopped talking to them and got into like a partying mode and party scene and just that's all i wanted to do was just party and go out and drink and you know just get hammered all the time and then um after that i quit i quit doing that stuff i tried to get my like life together and then i got into making music and then that was going pretty well that was like during those like that soundcloud era if mm -hmm. you know soundcloud is for anybody um yeah, it was going good at that time. Like I was doing shows, I was getting you know paid for features here and there, and um, but then eventually I got bored of that too. Like I couldn't really see myself in that light, you know, cameras all on you and things like that. Because to me, like my personality, I'm very like uh, I'm an introvert. Like that's 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 what I am, and I and seeing all of that stuff on the media and like. I was like, I don't think I can take that. So I quit. I stopped doing that. And then I hit up uh, my one of my old friends. 
James, James Martinez, uh, he was actually the one that took, when I was so backtracking, when I was 16, when I first started, he was the one that actually took me to a lot of places to meet a lot of people. Like he took me to my first Monday night in Long Beach. Uh, he would take me to, uh, to all these skate parks, like in Bellflower and Firestone and all these things. Like he literally like showed me to there that he showed me that there was more out there than Veterans Park where my home park was. But um, yeah, so I met them back up and came back. We went to Dolphin, rest in peace Dolphin Park. Uh, we went there. He let me ride his Aeons. And honestly, when I put those skates on, like I felt like I lost everything. I was like, I couldn't even do a soul grind. Like, and after that, I was like, dude, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But um, my other friend, Jonas Acosta, he was like, yo, just ride my skates. Some ride some Volos. I think they're the, the ABs, the blue ones, the skins. And he's like, just ride them until, you know, you feel comfortable. And after that day was when I was like, I need to do this again. And since then, ever since that day, I'd never stopped skating. I, I had to get back to where I was in the beginning. Mm. So yeah. the, the Valos felt right? Yeah, they, they felt right because I quit. No, actually, I quit. I quit when I was writing Thrones. So when I came back, I was like, I need some Thrones because that was my, in my head was just like a mental thing like, no, Thrones is going to be the skate that's going to make me skate better. Like any other skate, like I don't want. But when I came back, everything changed. And they were like, oh, Thrones is not here no more. <laughs> we don't ride balls, uh, skins anymore. Everyone's <laughs> riding shells only. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go bought some Colts. That didn't work out. And then uh, I ended up buying the the Viberlux, the denim ones, the new ones that. Oh, yeah, the Valos. Before, yeah, before Valo went down. And I was riding those, and that was a skate. So that was my skate. I was like, okay, I feel comfortable. I'm getting back into the groove. And then Volo shut down. And I was like, great. Now what am I going to get? And then Julio came out with them skates, and then I bought thems. And from from thems is when I started, you know, I, I guess getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that transition because since 2020 was kind of the year where so many people who haven't skated – in 10, 15 years, started coming back to the sport. The skating, the skates themselves have changed so much from that time. When you were skating in 2005, those skates are completely different now from skates that people have now, like Aeons and, and Thems and such like that. So you kind of have to, like putting a skate on for the first time nowadays is extra weird for that reason alone. If you put the same skates on, it might have felt the same, but you need like something that, that familiar feeling. And I feel like that's hard to get now if you just started skating for the first time in 15 years, you know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, like I said, when I came back, when my when my friends invited me to the park, uh, he had the Aeons, and it was he was riding flat, so I didn't know. Oh yeah, flat. flat. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. So you know, I went, did a, I think I did a back roy and got caught. It was <laughs> when I fell on my like hip, and I was like, dude, these skates suck. Like, <laughs> I don't want to ride these skates anymore. Like, give me some antis, and then um. Yeah, got some skates with antis, but now, like I have flat. Right, I have Aeons, full circle. Now I'm back to Aeons, and now I'm riding flat. Yeah, that flat transition's right. got to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think uh, lately, like, uh, it seems like skating's picking up some momentum lately, and it's getting like a bit more accepted in some circles, and maybe getting 
a little more popular? Like, what, what's your take on that? Do you think that's something that's happening, or do you think it's been some change in when you first started to how it is now, or do you think like I don't know? So it's a weird time. I don't know what to make of it. What do you think? Um, definitely, I think it's it's grown a lot. Um, I, I like I know a lot. I've heard stories about a lot of people getting hate from back in the day, but when I started in 2012, like I didn't receive much like much to any hate. A lot of um, the skateboarders at the park were super cool with us. Um, me and Robert, uh, we went to skate spots together. Uh, they skated this, we skated that. Like we just we just like, it was like a bond. And till this day, like, I still hadn't come across someone at a park, like talking, you know, talking all this stuff about, uh, about rollerblades or at least they don't say it to me. Like I haven't came across it. Yeah. I honestly think that the hate is kind of going away now and it looks like it's getting more popular. I mean, since COVID happened, like I've, I've seen you know, the rise of this rollerblading stuff go up. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like you see a lot of new people starting and in Long Beach, you see a lot of people on on roller skates and, and inline skates. And uh, you see a lot of like people coming back, you know, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it's it's cool to see like, I don't know. It's just fascinating because I was just wondering what, what your take is on that, because me like Cause I've been around skating. I'm a freaking dinosaur. Right. So like, I've been like around, like, so like when it was super popular and then it was like completely like dead. And then like, now it's like, Oh, like something's happening, but that's cool to know. Like in your experience that in 2012, when you started that there wasn't, you weren't experiencing much hate because growing up us skating in New York, like we weren't really dealing with much of that. But then when we travel, we'd, start feeling that from in other places like you know go to san francisco or san diego you feel like a, a bit more but it seems like all that's kind of dying down so kind of cool yeah i mean it's it's crazy um the reason why i feel like when uh like skateboarders or any other sport doesn't hate is like if you go to the park like you go to a park and you know what you're doing like you're not um like cutting people off or you're not like hogging up a, an obstacle like I, when I go to skate parks, like I have skate park etiquette, like mm -hmm. you go, I go, you know, I'm not going to wax things without like telling you like, yo, can I wax this? Or, like, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm like, or if I wax it, like, yo, just be careful. It's kind of fast. And then like, oh, cool, yeah. you know, type yeah. deal. like I, I feel like, it, yeah, like that. Like if you, if you just have like, you go in there and not just be like, oh yeah, like skateboarders, like get out of my way, all that type, that type deal. Like. I feel like there should be no hate towards you because if they see that, they're going to be, they're going to see like, oh, maybe we shouldn't act like a dick to them. Mm -hmm. Like mutual respect goes a long way. Exactly. I feel like everybody yeah. should take a, uh, like, like how you take a driving test before you get your license. You should take an, an etiquette test before you enter the skate park. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. There needs to be an etiquette officer at the front. Yeah, etiquette officer handing out That's fucking it. tickets to people and shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no sitting on I'm, that ledge. You go this way. You don't go the other way. You know. Yeah. Let, let them with know. A whistle. Yeah. That I, like um, like when we go to skate parks too, like with all my friends and and you know, I'll sometimes sit. I'm sitting on a ledge with like a skateboarder or whatever, and I and I can hear him talking, like you know, and 
say like for example like jeremy like jeremy soderberg like you know he has so much control or jory lunger and they go and skate the bowl or skate like the certain rail or ledge like i can hear him in the talk in the, in the sides talking like like yo that's tight like how does he do that or they'll tell me like yo how does he do that like how long have you guys been doing this and then from there that's like when i build that relationship and then they start like you know they start fucking with us like oh cool like you guys can skate this with us too type deal Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn, that's dope, man. Like, uh, yeah, I've been hearing that lately at the skate parks around like California. Just like Sunday brunch, like you going around and you know, uh, you know, someone will be ripping, like flying around, and they're like, "Oh, that's cool. How does he do that?" Like, or clapping the boards. It's hmm, cool to yeah. see like things starting to change uh, culturally. It's exciting. Yeah, I like that. And it's that's how it should be. Like, I feel like you know, at the end of the day, off the skates and off the board and bike or whatever you do, like, we're all the same people. We all wake up, we all go to work, like, but when we come to the skate park, it's like, for me, is an escape, you know, from all of that, to wind down and just escape, escape from the world. Do you, run into, sure. do you run into people that you grew up skateboarding with, or is that just a completely different part of California that you're not in anymore? Um, sometimes I do. I mean, because I, I'm like I said, I live in Carson now again, so there's certain spots where I'll run into them or certain, um, like when we go to vets, like vets, I've since, well, vets is closed right now, but when it was open, like I would go there and then I'll see the same people all over still doing the same thing and we'll see each other. And I'm like, man, you're still doing the same thing. You're still chilling <laughs> on four block. Like, you know, like nothing better to do, but yeah, we run into a lot of people and like I said, they're still cool with us and they let their homies know like oh yeah this is the homie from back in the day and their homies are like yo come and skate you know i've i've had a couple invites with a couple skateboarders like yo come and skate or where's this spot at or show us this spot and come and skate with us yeah that, that's cool that they didn't like for instance like see you skating rollerblading for the first time since they saw you like as a skateboarder and like look at you differently or something like that it's cool to see that you guys are still chill with each other because that just goes back to their whole respect thing and just like, oh, you want to do this instead of what we did before? Cool. Let's let's still go to the spot, though. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, and it, it all comes with respect. Like, they know, like, I I treat everyone with the same respect. Like, you treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you back with respect. If you're... But even if I don't know you, like, I'm still going to give you respect no matter what. I don't care if you hate it or not. Like, that's, that's just how I am. I'm not confrontational like that. Like, if I have to be, I will be. But most of the time, I'm just chilling mm-hmm. yeah especially at the skate park trying to be chill yeah but um so i want to get more into the video it's a heck mm-hmm. of a crew um is like a name for this crew and how did you guys all meet um we met we all pretty much live in the same area uh jeremy gardena um greg is in <clears throat> Long Beach and me, Robert uh, Carson, J Lord Carson. Uh, But J Lord, me, and Robert were like the core group for us. It was my core group. Like, we were the ones that were just skating Carson. And um, like I said, like my friend James, James was the one who actually took me around to meet these dudes, like Jeremy and uh, who did I meet? I I think I met Jeremy. Uh, JC and all those dudes like that's pretty much how I met and it, it just built on from there like I was hanging out with Jeremy 
hung out with Jeremy, met JC, and then uh, from there, it just kept going up and up. It what what's LTE service provider? Is that the name of your crew, or that's just like some random shit? No, so LTE it's uh it came off from doing uh, a video. We wanted me and J Lord came up with this idea doing a a video off of our iPhones, and um, <laughs> it was kind of like oh well everyone's on their phone. We don't have a camera. Like what is you know we looked at our phones and, our, and the first thing that said on my phone was like LTE and I was like. <laughs> well, you need LTE service and to use your phone. So I told him, I was like, dude, let's just let's call our thing LTE. So it originally, LTE came from that, but then we also gave it a name, call it, we called it Learn the Economy. But uh, originally LTE came from, came from a phone. <laughs> That's such an interesting <laughs> way to come out with a crew name. That's so funny. Yeah, it was just like, dude, it's just, it's not trying to think so much about it. Like, mm-hmm. this is, is and if people like it they like it they don't but eventually we just kept running with it and yeah it's funny you're gonna look back on that in like 10 years when like lte was like like now how we look at like 3g or 2g be like damn yo we started this shit when 3g was like a thing you know <laughs> you're gonna look yeah. back and be like yo remember lte yeah yeah exactly but that, i mean that's also another reason too why we wanted to change it uh or add what you know, more meaning to the name so I came up with uh, Learn the Economy and Jay Lord, he uh, agreed with it. So, I mean, because we also wanted to take clothes into a different route too, like not just only rollerblading, but kind of shine out like in streetwear sort of thing, just like what Kyle's doing at Braindead, like showing rollerblading in his, in his platform. So we wanted to do it the opposite. Like we have a platform rollerblading, but also we want to show it to like the fashion world as well. Hmm. I like so that. that's what LTE is. Uh, pretty much, yeah. It's it's a skate, it's a crew. It's like our skate crew, but it's more. It's honestly more. It's just more clothing for us. But everyone in our circle is automatically LTE. So mm. that's cool. I, everyone in the video is dressed so cool. Even dude, everyone like from all the different styles, Joey and everyone it was so sick. Yeah, it's super but, super. Um, and, and all the music matched the skating so like mm-hmm. it was like like it was it went really well well with that but um did you have some like favorite moments in the video like when you film like a 52 minute project you have to have some like favorite moments or like some cool moments in that um dude video is super long so i'm trying to remember <laughs> yeah <laughs> moments but um uh start off the bat was j lord uh the kink rail when he did the when he hopped the kink mm-hmm. yeah um, he's been he's been he's hit that well that rail quite a few times i've seen him you know go through it never hopped it but he's hit the top through the kink he's hit from the the, the bottom kink and um when he told me he's like yo i want to make my ender uh i want to do the kink i was like do you want to go straight through it and he was like no i want to you know hop it so i was like dude I already, I, in my head, I already knew he can do it. So I was, I mm-hmm. told him to do it. And uh, the, he has a screenshot that he posted on his Instagram of me when he hopped the kink. No, he hopped the rail. And when he hopped on the rail, like that's when I automatically knew like he's going to do it. So my face was already like, ex- like my eyes were open and my mouth was open as well. And then as soon as he <laughs> yeah. hopped, he, he took the screen grab where you see my holding camera. I'm just like, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And I, and, but that was probably one of the best moments that in that video that I that was, was really fun to film. Yeah. Because before that, you see yeah. like the fall he was taking and he falls very scary. Like he falls with his knee under him all the time. Yeah. So that scares me all the time. And I tell him like, dude, stop falling with that. Like, but that's how he falls. But that was one of my favorite moments. Um, like a high energy moment. Yeah, that seemed like a great moment, especially like when you're taking spills on something like that and then you just lace it. Dude, that, yeah, that was awesome. That one of the best ones. Um, who else had a good one? Um, Joey had a good one. When, uh, this is the, his first clip in the beginning of the video where he uh, hopped over that we were in, I was, it was like hopped over this ledge and then into the bank. And oh so, yeah, that spot was insane. Yeah. 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 That it looks for me. Every clip on that spot was insane. Yeah, it I feel like the camera didn't really do so much justice to show how big it was, but when you go there, it's huge. Like what he did, mm -hmm. jumped over the ledge into the bank, like that's pretty yeah. big. Like it, yeah. it, I wish the camera did a lot more justice, or I wish I figured out a way to like, yo, that spot is huge. But that's a, that's a that tough was, spot to figure out to how to film it, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was trying yeah. different ways to see it. Like, either the sun was not playing, like, messing with us and it was making everything bright or too dark. And mm -hmm. it's just like, all right. but that, that was probably, that was another one I like to film. One of my favorite things to film on that. Um, when you guys, Jeremy's, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Jeremy's Ender, when he, uh, the front back, uh, front side or backside the rail and then bonked off the, the sign. Mm hmm. That was also pretty cool. I did. I that was something I never expected from Jeremy, honestly. Like for the long as I've been dating with him, like I never expected something like that. So that was pretty hype when he did that. Nice. Yeah, his part was incredible. There were so many, so many, so many, so many good parts mm -hmm. in that. Yeah. Uh, um, I I, I want to before we. Uh, I know you have a question, but before we do, just one yeah. one time, sure. Give a shout out to our sponsor. Blank by Rollerblade. And if you're watching live, hit the like button, please. Go ahead, Austin. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. I was just, um, I wanted to talk about something that me and you talked about before, Billy, which was like, when you started filming this video up to no good, were you guys, did you guys plan on be like, yo, we're going to make this full length video. It's going to be sick. We're going to have everybody in it. Or did you guys kind of like start filming one another and just accumulate clips and you're like, oh, we can make something out of this because... Uh, I remember like when Billy first told me about the video, he was like, yo, it gave me like live from New York kind of vibes. And I don't even know if you know what that is, but that's like an old school New York video that Billy was a part of. And it was pretty much just this dude, Billy filming everybody just at a session. And then it became a video, right? Am I right? By Billy, yeah, Billy, Billy Sean. Sean. Yeah, Billy Sean. Yeah, yeah, it was just like this old New York video that basically just had like some familiar faces, but like so many new faces and just like so many different styles and yeah it was really cool so it reminded me of that but it's yeah that's again i'm, I'm curious I'm a dinosaur if, like, <laughs> yeah you feel like yeah. it now right but i'm curious if like yeah. that's how this video was because it had such a similar vibe to that and i'm curious if it was like spawned kind of like in the same way you know um so the the, the way the video came about um we did our our first video which was on the phone which was just called ltu wireless i believe and um you know it was fun doing that like so me and I was telling J Lord, um, yo, what if you, what do you think about if I get a camera and we film a real video, like we, you know, we'll shoot something with the real camera. 
and he you know he was down for it so i was like dude okay cool found a hbx for uh i think like 300 damn that's a good deal (laughs) yeah yeah really i was really lucky on that and then it was around uh blade cup uh 2019 yeah 2019 blade cup and we all just felt good like we went to blade cup and it was just hyped and we were all together and um we were just like yo let's just make a video and we started the next day i believe so from blade cup we're like okay we're gonna do a video from blade cup and i mean we're gonna do our video we're gonna start on blade cup and then release it next year which was 2020 when we released it uh yeah so it all it, it pretty much came from just our our, our video from the phone because that, that whole even filming from the phone was fun because we would literally get off of work you know i get off at like three four and i hit up jay like yo let's go skate and like yeah and you would think like oh, let's go skate we're gonna take like a big camera no we're just like roaming around the city with our iphones just like filming whatever and just doing whatever and everyone was coming out like everyone was coming out skating like it was like a gonna be like a real video but it was just for the phone but that's that's good enough <laughs> yeah good enough so like it, it hyped me up and then it was just like um all right cool Let, let's do a real video let's 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 show people you know what more we can do with the real camera so where, where's all this cell phone footage at did you make something out of that at all or no yeah yeah it's on uh, it's on our instagram the lt instagram which is learn the economy if you just go onto like the igtv part or one of those you'll see like it's probably the first video it's the first video it just says lt wireless mm-hmm. that would be the first iphone video and then honestly you'll get so the vibe <laughs> that you get on that video from the phone like it's pretty much the same thing as what up to no good is. It's just with the real camera this time. So definitely going to be good stuff on the Instagram. Everyone got to check that out. Yeah. 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 Pretty fun. I mean, we have other videos too, like promote promo, like videos and 4th of July video, like all of us, like just getting together and making something. After this one, do you have any, any other projects coming out? Because you know, you never see like a 50, like, you know, it's just so rare to see a full length these days. So Mm -hmm. like, such a complete project do you have anything like you thinking of to do after this or um yes i mean i wasn't gonna really say tell anybody but uh yeah so i don't you don't have to i don't i don't want to put you on the spot you heard it here first everybody what is it it? (laughs) i'm again the exclusive Uh, we're getting the exclusive shut down the podcast pressure's on but no not really (laughs) yeah we we do have a new video um uh it's I gave him the same time frame. I said for another year. So the same time up to no good was released. It'll be the same time we drop the next one. The next one is called uh, Band Ones. Band, Band ones. ones. Yeah. Does that mean something? Dope. What does that mean? Yeah, the, the Band? Behind... B-A-N-N-E-D. Band. Yeah. Band, Band Ones. One. So the reason yeah. with uh, that name was because of some situation that happened on Instagram and some other stuff along with it uh that the type of skating like when like i seen the feedback and some of the skating like oh the skating is like you know too simple or it's just they're skating red curbs or you know a little like curb stuff or whatever the case is and, and from that whole thing i see like people trying to ban that like stop skating red curbs stop skating little stuff stop you know stop doing all of this so my head i was just like you know what i'm gonna call it banned ones because we're gonna still do what we do like, I'm not going to stop skating this fun red curb because you say to stop. Mm. So Especially just, a fun it, red curb. 
<laughs> yeah, like or very like, specific oh, red curve. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah, a that's a Cali right? thing. But, it's definitely a Cali thing. But it, it's mm. like you can't. You know, there's certain people that make red curves look fun. Like the Kelso brothers can make anything they skate look fun. Like right. they can skate red curb or or like in Spaceman, I believe they're skating this yellow curb that they had like a little launch, like a gap in the middle and a little launch to the other side. And it was just mm-hmm. like, dude, that was that was cool. Like. I, that that was very appealing to my eyes and in the way I see that it's just like kids would see that and want I feel like would want to skate you know what I mean like if I showed one of my like cousins or anything like that or small like back in the day stuff I mean like I said no disrespect to all the back in the day stuff but mm-hmm. like Someone like you, Billy, like you doing crazy, you know, crazy hammers on rails and stuff like that. I showed one of my cousins, like little cousins that he's going to be like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> right? like, like, yeah. I don't got the, it's not that got it's the, not that welcoming, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't got the balls to do that. But and if he sees like Colin or Sean skating that, that like that, that curve I was explaining, he'd be like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I can I can skate that outside my house. Like I have. a Absolutely. Way more relatable. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then totally. he, he build up to seeing what Billy did or what you did, Austin. And like, now I want to skate a rail, but it's just all, you know, it's just all preference. But mm-hmm. that's how I see like, I feel like whatever you, how you skate, what you skate, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like if you're just doing it, you're doing it and you're doing it because you love it. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't, it shouldn't be a of what you skate. It's just like, maybe you don't like it because you can't make that, that curve look cool. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Like, Mm-hmm. that's a good way to look at it because that's a skill in and of itself. And I was talking to Colin about that not too long ago. Colin's going to be able to skate forever skating like that. And like, that's the thing. It makes it very accessible. It makes it very fun. You get to be creative and you could do it in so many places. You don't need X, Y, and Z of a spot. You could take something small and make something big out of it. And it really like highlights the artistic creative side of skating. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you on that. That's awesome. Yeah, you, yeah, you can tell, it, you can like, tell Colin's a fan of your work too. He's watched the video. He was in the movie night, and now he's in the live chat now too, watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm, a, I mean, like, I'm a big fan of Colin and Sean too. Like, um, those are probably one of my w- most watched skaters. Not to copy style, not to copy tricks, but mm-hmm. to get inspiration of how they use certain obstacles. Mm-hmm. Like on the last video, when Colin uh, went inside those the the ledge and he was going back and forth, like hop to the next one, back and forth, like stuff like that. Like that kind that gives me inspiration to be like, Oh, cool. Let me, I can, you can make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. There's always, there's always something going to do at a certain spot. There's never like, Oh, I can't do that. Like, no, you can do that, but you're just focused on that ledge, but you're not focused on the other obstacle that's on top of it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I look for in their videos. And I'm just like, all right, cool. So next time I go skate, like, I'm going to open my eyes more and see what's around me so I can do this, make this obstacle look way more cool. Totally. Just by adding those little nuances, you can make like a trick that's regular be so much more just like the little nicks and knacks of the trick. And to your point, like, I think, I think you did a really good job of that in, in this latest project. And I think a lot of people in that project did that and CK and uh, Sean do a really good job of that as well. Just those little 
that's that's the that's the that's the way those little in- intricacies, those little like foot kicks, those little mm-hmm. yeah. tip taps, so many cool things like that are. Uh, pl- you gotta you gotta play with skating, right? You know, you gotta have yeah. you gotta have fun with it. Like I I believe that like not every every obstacle needs a a true kg or a true fish or like a you know a full cab something like mm-hmm. like. Um, you can do a simple porn, but like figure out how to make that porn look so good that no one else can do it like that. Mm. Like, like I, like I said, when I when make I it yours. To, yeah. Yeah. When I, I learned to do the porn and step up uh, back torque, like, um, yeah, the back torque, like I worked on that so much to like figure out like, how do I, you know, keep my leg up in a certain position and keep it like that instead of it flying a different way like i'm so uh like picky about certain things like i'll do things a whole bunch of times like if my hand is like my fingers look like this or <laughs> like you know hands are too spread out or i do one of these like i'll do it over and over again but be- i do that because i try to figure out a way to make this spot look good with that one simple trick that you learn when it will probably the first trick you ever learn like a soul or whatever like that you think just like a Kelso too. I don't know if you know them personally, but you think just like a Kelso. So it's mm-hmm. funny that you're saying all this stuff. I'm I'm curious though, along those lines, who else do you like who else is skating are you like really keen on these days? Um, like I said, the Kelso brothers. I like uh Ryan Parker and Cody Refner. Um uh of course my friends, uh who else do I like? Pat Ritter. I love Pat. Oh yeah, definitely. Marius, he's he's one of like a future prospect yeah. too. Like I love too. Marius. He's so sick. He's, <clears throat> he's super. I like his skating. Um, yeah. Who else? JK, uh, from Korea. I think he's from Korea. Um, and Juwon. Juwon is actually like my favorite. I love Juwon. Sick. That's a good crew. It is. Yeah, this is where I get like you know inspiration <laughs> from. Time. Yeah. Also, like you know, from the old like um older skaters, I do watch like a lot of old like videos. Like I'll watch you know, like Ball of Six again. Um, I just Jeremy just recently introduced me to like a lot of the old like VG videos and <laughs> like, like that. So I'll I'll go back. Oh, and that's watch fun. The, yeah. Old be unique stuff now, and you know, get mm-hmm. inspiration from there and see what I can pick from that era and just bring it back. You know, bring it over here. Yeah, oh, that's fun. That's cool going through it because it's yeah. uh, I do that sometimes at Bellino. Like we'll just like uh, hang out like and just have a couple of beers and watch some like super super old thing that we'd ever watch and just be like, oh, this is fun. Just the little things that also like how just the editing styles even or just some of the weird commercials or just fun things that people used to do. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, Bellino's that's cool. Another one. He he was also another one that I really enjoy watching and you know getting uh inspiration from and it's cool like what's funny is uh back in the day you know i used to watch you guys you just watch bellino all the time and now it's just like i'm actually getting to skate with you guys now which mm-hmm. is it, which is it's pretty crazy to me because i feel like back in the day it was like hard to come by you guys like it was like you're not for me i always felt like you're not like on this level like i'm not gonna skate with you type deal you know what i mean mm-hmm. so now, like i feel like it's cool that that we all get to skate with each other and like understand that we're all just skating because we love it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like 
there are like those little things in skating that could be like clicky. Um, but honestly, like, and I think Austin can attest to this and I kind of see this in your crew too, but like, uh, growing up in New York and like in that scene, like a lot of people skated together. It wasn't as clicky as like a lot of other scenes that I've seen. And I, I don't know. I see that in your crew too. You got like a few, you know, you got a few generations in your crew, you know, you yeah. got Jeremy in there and you got Joey in there and it's, it's a, it's an eclectic mix of, of different generations and younger and newer. So it's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I agree with I you. Mean, yeah. I like our, with our crew, I mean, I don't even like to say like it's a crew. It's just like, we're just a bunch of friends doing what we like to do. But like, I feel like a lot of people think that like, like we don't want people to skate with us. Like, it's not even like that. Like we, if you're cool and you like to do what you do and you know, you're not a problem and stuff like that, like, you're welcome to skate with us no like, whenever just hit us up like we're not going to shut you down and be like no we can't you don't you can't skate with us like we we always say this to everybody like come through we have people i think I, someone says someone wanted to skate with us like oh yo ask them if i can skate with them <laughs> and i'm like well, I gotta ask like just come <laughs> and skate like or if you want like yo where are you guys skating like oh yeah we're gonna be at ucla come through like, mm -hmm. that's it we're not yeah. we're not no click like you can't skate with this type deal yeah, leave the ego at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you you put out a good point before how like you used to look up to some people you watch like John, John and Billy and stuff. And then like you could actually go and skate with them nowadays, like, you know, like your old boys and everything. And I think that's one of the unique things about our sport is that like if you comparatively like uh, football and like Eli Manning's your favorite football player and then you're never going to meet the guy ever probably, you know. You're just going to watch yeah. him at, on TV or whatever. But, like, you could have a favorite skater and you could run into him on the street and start skating with him. You know, it's pretty cool. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that, that is pretty cool. Like, like I said, like, for John John, like, the other day I was just at his um, at his house. We were in his garage. And we were drinking beers together. Like, <laughs> back in the day, I'm watching this dude, like, at 16, like, oh, man, like, I, I wish I can skate with him or, you know, it would be fun to skate with him or just talk to him in that in that, that case. And then now I look back at it and I'm looking now, I'm just like, dude, I'm just in his house watching skating videos, like with, uh, with him and just talking, eating pizza, drinking beer, just like mm -hmm. you know, just regular homie stuff. Yeah. No, I totally, I like, I've, I, I totally had that vibe with a lot growing up. Like even, you know, John Julio, you see John, I was like, Oh, John Julio, dude, like yeah. growing up. And then like, you know, now like, see him at brunch see him around everywhere and he's just like the homie so it's uh it's it's, it's a cool community in that way where kind of all that stuff where you had someone on a pedestal you meet them and that kind of comes down and it's just the homie like you said uh yeah or yeah um well i want to open it up for questions soon we have a good amount of people watching today and got a bunch of questions out there austin should we try to we have this new feature on yes, the app we do um Let's open up for questions. I have one thing I wanted to ask before okay, yeah, if, you, if you wanted to do this first. So you mentioned something before and it kind of like rung a bell in my mind. So quick little story. Um, so my brother who stopped skating in like 97, 98, started skating again last year and he's watching the podcast and stuff. And he might have listened to like the Feinberg one or something or the Brian Shima one. And he was like, yo, I listened to this podcast the other day. It was cool. But what's a what's a hammer? And I was like, Oh, that's a kind of an interesting question because I know people have different perspectives on hammers and you yourself, you mentioned hammers before, like Billy is like a hammer skater kind of. And I'm curious to somebody who's started skating now, 
in your mind what you perceive a hammer is because I feel like it's different than how it is when like me and Billy grew up because I people throw the word hammer around like uh, you could do a good trick on a down rail and that's a hammer but I my personal opinion I wouldn't really consider that a hammer but some people do I'm curious what someone who started skating in 2012 2017 thinks of a hammer is like what it is in your eyes mm -hmm. um I mean I Honestly, I still think a hammer is still doing something crazy, just something buck like like Jay Lord's trick. That's a hammer. Mm -hmm. Jumping, you know, doing a double king. That's a hammer. Um, Joey's trick, it, his ender doing a soul on the the electric box, taking the drop. Like to some, they'd be like, "Oh, that's not a hammer," but to me, I think it's a hammer. Like big, mm -hmm. that's a big drop. Yeah, that's a uh, hammer. Yeah, that's a hammer. You know, and then it's I feel it's just like what you. It's kind of hard to explain, like what it is. That's what, why I wanted to see what you would say on it. It, it. Yeah, like, but at the end of the day, a, a real hammer to me is what like Jaylor did. Like, that's always going to be the original hammer. Mm -hmm. Like for me, mm -hmm. my eyes, something crazy like that. It'll be that'll be. That's what I I see as oh that's a hammer. But mm -hmm. nowadays, like I said, like you can do something on a little on a ledge, and that can be your ender trick and. But it's just the it's just like what you decide to do on that ledge. Like Robert did a true fish on that on that um, that curved ledge, mm -hmm. which is only knee high, and I consider that some like as a hammer because that's mm -hmm. a hard that trick. That could to be do. a hammer, mm -hmm. you know. Like that's a hard trick to do. I can't do mm -hmm. that trick, so, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to try it. But he that that's a hammer to me. Like yo, mm -hmm. if you treat and especially like the way you land and you come off the trick and you treat it like a hammer. Then you know, be like, all right, that's a hammer. Yeah, maybe like the way you treat the trick, like you said, because you know the feeling you get when you're like gonna try a hammer or whatever, whatever a hammer is in your mind. Like your body goes through something different when you're scared of a trick, when you're anxious to do a trick. And I think in certain cases, like that alone makes the trick a hammer for you. Not even that is something crazy, but like you push yourself to do right. something that you thought was impossible at all. You landed, you're fucking hyped. You have that adrenaline rush that you don't get when you just go and do regular tricks, you know? Mm. Yeah, so. I mean, like, and everybody's skill level is different. Like, you know, like not many, not everyone skates rails, you mm -hmm. know, like mm -hmm. I only hate rails. I would I <laughs> don't ask me. Yo, let's skate this rail, cause I'm gonna just tell you no. I'll tell you no before you even ask. <laughs> like I'm not gonna do it. But if you these days like, I hate rails too, man. Dude, like I, I nutted it one time. And that's when I hit. I was like, nope, I'm not doing this. <laughs> but, but if you say like a down ledge, I feel more comfortable doing a down ledge than a down rail. Mm -hmm. Like I'll topsail a down ledge before I ever do topsail on a rail. Right. Yeah, yeah, everyone's got a different comfort zone completely in skating. I think it's it's just like it's completely subjective. Like some people um, feel more comfortable on a down rail than just a regular ledge because it's just what they're used to. Or some people, yeah, uh, have gone pro and I don't even think they've done much down rail skating. And you know what? Mm -hmm. That's awesome because I don't want to do. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, and yeah. exactly. It's just like it's 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 what you make of skating and that's the thing that's cool about it it's really whatever you make it mm -hmm. yeah and it's like your personality in skating like what you know what you bring into it like uh i think the other day i saw on your instagram uh you when you went to the staple center and mm -hmm. you were uh yeah i think you were trying to do that that gap where carlos did and mm -hmm. you were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. into three you know yeah, but, yeah yeah 
you know, like that's a hammer, like jumping from those stairs into that thing, like that, yeah. that's, that's a hammer. Or even if it wasn't something that big, just dropping in from something into a down bank, like that's a hammer. Like I, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be a grind. Like you just roll in and drop in and just take off. Like I consider that crazy. Cause not many people would do that. And like you said, like you get up there and you feel nervous. And if you have that nervous feeling, then to you, you should know that, yeah, this is like a good trick. Like, if I feel nervous and scared that I'm going to hurt myself, like this is a hammer for me. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. And, and yeah, to your point, like there are some things that, yeah, it's, it's, it's all subjective. Like there are some things that are like, uh, it's not really relative to the spot. It's relative to the feeling, you yeah. know, or relative to like how, what it does to your adrenaline, adrenaline in that situation. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, my brother mentioned that to me and I like wanted to ask somebody what they thought about it. And I never had a conversation with anyone since that day, but I figured you were like one of the perfect people to ask for that question. So it was great to hear your insight on that. And then also like, I, sometimes I just don't even believe in hammers. I'm like, I feel like if you want to end your section, just like a soul grind on a, on a ledge and like, go for it. Like, I don't care. Like, as long as you made that soul grind look good. Mm-hmm. Don't go on it like you went on lazy and then you just got off. Like, all right, that's it. Like do something like spin out of it, you know, do a, a like soul land swivel out and like, you know, do like a swivel out of it or just something like I, I seen Brasco doing where he does a trick and then he'll land and then toe roll and then spin like forward. Mm-hmm. He'll land fakey toe roll and then spin forward. Like that can be like something to end the video too. Just as long as you end things with, with style and you're confident and you see and people see that you're confident ending it i feel that translates with people like well he's confident doing that soul grind he looked confident so i'm gonna go with it totally it's totally like what you put across the screen as as how you're bringing it like that's that's a lot that's a lot to do with it i like that i like that you said that very well yeah i like this blade philosophy talk this is cool (laughs) blade philosophy i mean my like my head is just running i like a mile, a hundred miles a minute, like, you know, good, spit it out. It just, it just comes with clothes and like everything. Like I, I always have something to think about. Like I'm never just like not thinking. So, and I feel like I can bring something into rollerblading. Like I do it, music, clothing, uh, style, style from skateboarding, biking, like each Mm -hmm. one has a specific thing in their sport that they do so cool where I'm like, I can do that, but I'm going to do that with my feet or I'm going to do that with my hands, how they do it. Like mm-hmm. whatever the is like, it's not just all I get inspired by rollerblading. I get inspired by any type of sport that has a wheel. Everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Or anything really, or anything that's like tight. Like you said, music, all that. Mm-hmm. Should we uh, yeah. open up for questions? Let's yeah. open it up for questions before we open up for questions. I would implore you to please follow us on all of our social media platforms. Give us a like, give us a follow. You heard me say it a thousand times. If you haven't done it by now, I'm going to keep saying it. It's going to be annoying. I'm going (laughs) to keep doing it. But uh, please check uh, all that stuff out. And shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Blank by Rollerblade. And dang, we got a lot of questions. Yeah, let me just uh, shout out to Super Chatters first real quick. Um, Yeah. Quick shout out to... Moonshine UHMW, thank you for the super chat. Um, Robert Besabe, is that how you say his last name? How do you say his last name? Yeah, Besabe. Besabe, Robert Besabe. He says Dennis is Filipino. 
<laughs> so, uh, no. no. <laughs> so, what, how it used to go is back in the day, because all my friends were Filipino. And um, so every time I go to my friend's house, you know, they're all like, uh, oh, you're not Filipino? You're not Filipino? Like, so I got tired of hearing the same question over and over. So <laughs> get my point across, like I remember, I think I would go to someone's house and like, oh, are you Filipino? And I'll say yes. I'm like, yeah, I'm Filipino. And then for some reason, it it, it like it trans it went to like different houses of my friends. So or other new friends where they didn't even have to ask me. They mm. just asked. They just already automatically assumed I'm Filipino. So I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm Filipino. Honorary it's Filipino. <laughs> but actually, I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican, Honduran. And Honduran. Yeah. Cool. Um, we have a couple more super chats. Um, Scott Mack says love the style love the hustle up to no good is the future i agree with you on that super mac a uh, scott mac a uh, super mac <laughs> uh, let's call him super mac let's call him super mac you scott mac from now on mac. your name is super mac um super and mac. shout out to too easy with the super chat as well thank you all so much um by the way we also split our super chats with our guests so half this money goes to dennis as well so you'll be helping him out with your super chats also thank you Appreciate so, it. so we'll be sending you some some beer money soon. <laughs> cool. I love beer money. Um, yes. Um, so I have these questions lined up, but we also have this new platform that I think Austin is going to be trying to. Yeah. So let's, let's be a test. <clears throat> Go for it. Okay. So uh, Chris Crowder says, Dennis, every time I hit you on IG, you always <laughs> respond. Thanks for being so down to earth and representing skating in a fly way. What's the hardest trick you've ever done? The hardest trick I ever done. I think the hardest trick I ever done land and was a three uh, three topsail. And I haven't done that in so long because how hard it is for me in my head for some apparent reason. But that might be the hardest trick of three topsail. Three topsail. It's a hard trick. Like the hurricane tops away or the other way? Hurricane tops away. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It feels good. Like when I landed, when I remember when I first landed it, like I was in Icons, Razors, and I only did it because Aragon did it. I've seen <laughs> Aragon so many times, so I was inspired to do it. And I had the Icons and I did it, landed. I didn't think I was going to land it, but because how big those sole plates are, it felt like a magnet on the ledge where it was just stuck. So my ankle was moving a different way, but the skate was stuck on the ledge. And, but it felt good when I landed like in my, in my face where I don't think if anyone saw my facial expression, but I was just like, while I was still on the grind and just land, I was like, oh shit. And I looked to everyone and no one was looking. So I thought like, <laughs> <laughs> no that's the worst. No one saw it. Up and then no one looked. I was like, "All right, <laughs> damn, I played you, <laughs> played you." That's 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 one of the best feeling tricks I could honestly say. Hurricane topsail is definitely one of the best feel. I would be super proud of that as well. Yeah, I definitely want to try to do it again. Maybe sometime I want to get a clip or something. Like, I feel like I can do it better now, but I don't know. I, I know you're not a rail skater, but that's a definitely easier on a rail than on a ledge. Yeah, everyone's telling me that. But <laughs> And then in my head, I'm just like, all right, if I, if I overshoot it, I'm going to rib it. If I, you know, if I get scared, I'm going to nut it. Like, <laughs> no, nah, I'd, I'd rather do it on a ledge than I've never, yeah. actually, I've never done that trick like in my life. But um, 
Yeah, like if I were to do it, I'd probably do it on a down ledge than a rail. Rail, Ooh, man. I'd rather do it on a rail. Oof. Yeah, down no. ledge. At least in a down ledge, I'm like, I'll do it. And then in my head is like, all right, I can slide with it. Like I can We can slide, slide down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. With the rail, it's just like so many open things. My swing, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. Like, oh, I ain't doing that. Too many open yeah. things. Um, we have a question here from South Coast Inline Media who asks, if you could film a project anywhere in the world to create a look, where you, where would you choose and who would you film with? If I can create a project anywhere in the world, I would definitely create a project in Japan or China. And I would love to film with Sean. Sean who? Kelso. Kelso, for sure. So it was possible to do something with him, like somewhere in over there and like something new instead of just like United States and film with him and get something done like that. That's that's probably someone I would definitely love to do it with. I would love to see that project come to fruition. <laughs> Somehow we got to make that happen. I hope one of these days. man. <laughs> Um, we got actually a couple more super chats and one of them has a question. Um, so, uh, our next super chats from too easy, uh, Gregory, Greg Preston, shout out, Greg. He says, when I was still in Denmark, I heard Dennis started skating again. So I came back to LA to get a clip of his true top soyal. Any tips for a solid TTS? Um, well, I, I I guess my TTS is very cheating, a very a cheater way. Um, I TTS the way I back royale. So I catch uh, my back royale foot is what saves me all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll, that's why it's so easy for me because I can just do my back royale and just land my other foot on there. There's times like a lot of people, a lot of my homies seen it like when I'll go for it. And if my foot like goes behind me, my back royale is still holding me up. So I'm sliding while my foot is back here and I'm saving myself because of my back royale foot. And then I'll just kick out and land. And they're just like, how? Like, how, is, how do you do that? Yeah. But yeah. Royale that way. So I cheat that way. I, I do it. But I'm trying to just learn Truesman Topsoles like without doing the Soyale. It's, for some reason, it's harder. Like, I don't know why. But... I got the secret to that. Do it the other way. So you force not to use your royale foot. Hmm. Because okay. I think, Austin, you do it like two different ways, right? When I, when I started doing it the other way, which was switch at the time, it was super easy. I never locked the Royale foot. And it was per once I figured it out, it was perfect every time. Because I used to hate that, too. I do the same thing, true top soyal with the Royale foot. And mm -hmm. every time you go in, it kind of just, you out of habit, you just lock that Royale foot in there. And that would piss yeah. me off so much. So do it the other way. Even if it's switch, it feels awkward. Get used to it a little bit. And then you'll never, ever do that Royale foot. Okay. Yeah, I've been trying to figure it out, and I mean, I've been practicing switch too. Like, my the trouble trick I've been having trouble is topsole. I can't get my body like switch topsole right. Like, it feels so awkward all the time. Mm. So that's to work on. Yeah, but, if that's a uh, yeah, I mean, I'm look at this. It turned into a, it went from a podcast to a clinic. Don't get me started <laughs> on the true topsole, everybody. <laughs> no, but I, I, my 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 true topsole now natural is my switch topsole. And my mm -hmm. my regular switch topsole is terrible, horrible. I have no confidence on it 
confidence on it at all. But the true spin is way easier. I don't know why it just happens that way. It's just yeah. your body just flows that way. It just goes. But yeah, I'm, I'm me and you are pretty similar in that uh, aspect. Um, yeah, definitely take that into consideration and try to learn that switch because I want to get it just a, a clean true spin topsail like on something nice. Like instead mm-hmm. of doing a style, I just want my feet spread apart. Like try it switch. Let me know how that goes. Okay. <laughs> we got a bunch more super chatters in here actually now. Um, next super chatter is from Sean Michelson. He says DL. He called you DL, by the way. <laughs> uh, never heard of you before. <laughs> never heard of you before today, but I'm officially a fan, brother. Love the energy and creativity you're bringing to the table. P.S. Not directed by Tarantino, just written. But peep, true romance if you haven't. Okay, it was hard for me to read that in this thing. But yeah, I said peep true romance if you haven't. Let me write that down so I can see that later or something. <laughs> Take notes. Nah, dope. Yeah. I like to hear about new movies too. I'm mm-hmm. going to check that out later too. True romance. Uh, all right. We have another super chatter from uh, Moonshine again. He says, save me a beer. <laughs> and uh, and uh, them, them good super chattered us too. So big shout out to them goods. Shout out to them. Shout out. Um, all right. So we got a few more questions here. Um, oh, this is a pretty good one from Kevin Dugard. If that's how you said, I hope so. Um, do you intentionally pick out your outfits when you go out and film? And if so, what's the process? Um, no, I don't intentionally pick them. Uh I mean, it's just what I have in my closet, you know. I mean, um, usually, yeah. I mean, it's just what I have in my closet. I don't, I don't go out and like try to like. I need to look like, you know, nice <laughs> for the camera, whatever. Because at the end of the day, my clothes are gonna get dirty. Like, I'm not the fuck. I'm not the Kelsos. Like, they don't ever fall. I've never seen them fall. They <laughs> yeah, they but don't really me, fall. Get dirty. You know, I get dirty, and I'm just like, I can't do it. Like, I don't want to mess these these clothes up. But um. No, I don't, I don't have any intention, like, I don't intentionally dress up or uh, to go film or anything like that. It's just, I throw on my 2X and my baggy jeans and just go out. Your 2X? Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's big. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relatively skinny. No, I'm 45 pounds. I'm like 5'9". <laughs> but because, like... Like big shirts, I, I feel so free, like in a big shirt or like, mm-hmm. my jeans so like big, like it just I'm I don't know, it's just weird. Like I feel really good. Like I used to wear like skinnier jeans and like tighter shirts, but I just didn't have no motion in my arms or mm-hmm. especially with clips and when uh, well maybe I do intentionally dress for clips, but when <laughs> I had when I was wearing smaller shirts and stuff, I hated every time I landed that my shirt would like be all the way up in my back. I hate that. And I'm just hate like that. dude. I'm like, what the hell? So that's why I got bigger shirts. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so I went I, from a large and went up. Then I was like, I'm going extra large. And I was pretty big. Still did the same thing. I'm, I'm still like pissed <laughs> off. I'm like, dude, I have to do 2X. I got 2X and they cleared the problem. So I was like, all right, I'm just wear 2Xs. I did I did the same shit. I started sizing out my clothes last year as well. And it feels so much better. Yeah. It, I feel great. Like mm-hmm. every time I go out, it's never like a time where I don't feel like good you know like wearing because i also feel like whatever you wear you have to feel good to have a good skate day definitely yeah you don't put something weird on and you're just gonna have a you know i don't want to skate today like Mm -hmm. type deal but Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, definitely. Um, South Coast Inline Media asks, uh, do you have a favorite trick from your up to no good section and who helped you film it? My last trick, the sole onto the little metal bar on the ledge to the uh, fakey monorail three out. Joey mm-hmm. helped me. Joey. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, Joey is is like my my go-to guy with filming. Like he I, I don't have to tell him how I want it. I don't have to sh- like explain it. Like I just tell him I'm going to do this, this and that and then he already knows how I want it to look. That's why I like when I get st- my stuff filmed like it's either Joey or J Lord. Like either either one of them too like I love how they film it cuz I don't I don't have to like explain. I don't have to do anything like they just they just get it. Mm-hmm. Having confidence in your filmer changes everything yeah. when skating, right? Exactly. Like mm-hmm. if I could, like if I had Greg film me all the time, like that would have been perfect. Because Greg was the, actually the one who like filmed me and made me want to like get tricks and film because how well he he like did his thing. So if I if I had like someone like around me all the time in my area would would obviously be Greg. Greg is like a really good filmer. Right. Dope. Um, we touched on this before, but maybe we could. Um, I think there's like a new kind of aspect to this question but chris shackerman chris shackerman says do you think the way certain skaters have pushed the sport away from uh hammers to more nuanced and technical skating has to do with the recent uptick in the sport and the accessibility and how they're correlated definitely i mean yeah like i was just telling you earlier it's more accessible it makes it makes you it looks like not easy Cause it's not easy, but mm-hmm. it makes you think like how I said, like people are skating curbs and one skate a curb, like there's a curb right outside your street or on your porch, your stairs or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. something you can wax and, and grind like technical stuff. It just, it's just, it's way easier. You know what I mean? And as you, as you grow as a skater, you know, you're going to get better and better. So obviously you might grow out of that too. Like, cause I, when I grew up, when I started skating, like I didn't even I didn't I never skated rails either. I, I I had the mindset of of what I have now, of just making things look cool on small things. Like I never was just like how my friend Robert Robert Basabe, which is Rainier's son, biological son. If you all knew that, <laughs> yeah. He, he you know that was Rainier was his his like like God to him. So he yeah. was, I, he's like I kid you not would wear the same thing Rainier wears, get the same haircut and do like the same tricks on like the same rail. Like remember he came up to veterans park one day and he had Rainier had a new haircut and he had a, a Mohawk and he was wearing tank tops at the time. And then Robert came to the park, skinny jeans. He had a white tank top and he had a fresh Mohawk. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm just at him like, dude, why? <laughs> but it's dope though. It's dope. <laughs> I'm like, dude, why? But yeah, like back to this question, I'm like, yeah, I think the new technical stuff and like skating little things makes it more accessible and easy, you know, might inspire more people to to do these things. And then as they do their research on the sport, like they might want to, you know, skate rails. Who knows? Totally. Uh, I think that's true. I think that's a good answer as well. We have some more super chatters. 
What are you doing? This uh, is flying in. People well, loving you right now, Dennis. <laughs> and look who it is. It's Rainier's biological son, Robert Basabe. <laughs> he said he got five on the next project. Shout out, Robert Basabe. Um, great skating in the new video. Uh, Matt Florentino said, much love, Dennis, and all the hometown young bucks doing cool-ish. Hashtag Carson. Hashtag 90745. Uh, is that the a zip code? Yeah, yeah, that's Matt. He's another. He's a another o, uh, OG Carson blader, I believe. He's you know that crew. Um, that's what's up. Yeah, learned a lot. You know, learned a lot from him too, and especially like like Stephen Cortez and all those dudes. Like they pretty much taught me what I know. You know. Mm -hmm. but, and uh, Parker Richardson too. He came up in the super chat. He didn't say nothing. He just donated some bucks. Just so in shout out to the crew. It's Parker. Yeah, I think we've got time for some more questions, Austin, do you think? Yeah, we could do a couple more. Um, I, Let's I'm, do a couple more. I'm scrolling around. Do you have one lined up? Yeah, uh, Parker Richardson says, who's your favorite comedian? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> uh, on the comedian, there's this comedian on Instagram that I just like recently found out. I think he's a comedian, but his name is Drewski. Like, that guy is hilarious. Him and HaHa -Ha Davis. There's like two comedians, but they're on Instagram. They're not like famous, like not like Kevin Hart level. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Those ha two guys on there. Haha -ha Davis. Yeah. He he made his stage name Haha. -ha. Uh yeah, that's his that's his whole thing. Ha -ha. Wow, that's ballsy as a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a risk, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you better be fucking you, you, funny. <laughs> you better be funny. Dude. You better bring the hahas with yeah. that one. It's like naming your kid Rocco or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you better be tough with oh, that like, kind of yeah, name. like King or some shit. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, I actually don't have another one lined up, but I could find one because there's a bunch. Yeah, I was scrolling on. The comments are, are going off right now, so we're doing like a lot of scrolling here. Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess we'll we can, I guess we could end it on this one. It's uh well. Yeah. Let's get one more. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Moonshine UHMW said... Oh, we just got one more Super Chat in, by the way. Okay, we'll throw it in after. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, we'll throw it in after. Cool. Um, yeah, so I got to scroll back to it now. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Moonshine UHMW says, whose section was the easiest to edit? Whose section was the easiest to edit? Sam Jeter. Like... Uh, he's the one who rolled off the roof. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he gave me his song. Another thing is, I know there's these things like where you know editors uh, pick their songs for them and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't do that. I let I told all of them, give me a song, give me give me something. I wanted their their skating to match what you know their tricks. Uh, like whatever you listen to, give it to me. I don't care if it's pop, whatever, I don't, whatever. But uh, yeah, honestly, his was the easiest section. Like. He sh I asked him for a song. He sent it the same day. I put it on the timeline and I just put all his clips, like just threw them on there. And it just went with the song. And I was just like, dope. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> that's sick. No transitions and that's it. Like, yeah. That and it was fun to edit. Like, the song was great. Like, I was just like, this is fun. So that I, I think I edited that in 30 minutes. That's quickie. You just real quick. I just had all because I had my presets and stuff already set, so I'm just like, yeah, pop, cut, cut, and that's it. 
you got lucky with that because not everybody has a, a good taste in music and not, or not good taste in music, but like a song in mind that works actually with skating and editing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So the fact that everybody got to pick their songs, that's like, that's really cool that it worked out that way. Yeah. And I mean, I trust them. Like they all have good music. We all listen to pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I guess never... you don't, you don't leave, you don't leave the person who like, you don't let DJ the car, you know, pick a song for yeah. this section. <laughs> the only person I don't would never let DJ the car is Robert Basabe. <laughs> calling you out, like, Robert. Calling you like, out. He like listens to Katy Perry while he skates and like, <laughs> I'm yeah, I don't know, but I, I wouldn't let him DJ anything. <laughs> Alright, no Katy Perry in the next video. Yeah. I mean nothing wrong with Katy Perry. <laughs> no, no. I mean she know. does have some hits. We gotta acknowledge yeah, that. Yeah, she, yeah. She's not, you know, she's not that well known for nothing. She's gotta she's gotta <laughs> have something good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know cool. anything, but um, like having Sam song which was like a heavy song kind of. And then if I put Robert section next and he had like, like I said, a Katy Perry song is just like, yeah, it doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Being like, it's okay, not really yeah. cohesive. doesn't flow. Exactly. Um, well, we got two more super yeah. chats and one of them's a question. I guess we'll, we'll end, end it. Yep. We'll end it on that. Okay. Um, so well, Rob Scallion, uh, did, did a last minute super chat. He said, really cool seeing the blading community doing so much awesome stuff on YouTube recently. Appreciate you guys. Nice. Uh, thank, thank you, you Robert. Robert. And uh, the Biz One, Big Biz, this week in Blade says, it's your "Who's boy. your favorite? Bl- it's your boy. <laughs> Who's your favorite Blade comedian?" It would have to be Coupon Thompson. You say Coupon Thompson? Yvonne Thompson. Oh, <laughs> they say Coupon Thompson. I was like, "Yo, that is a uh, stage name and a half right there." You just messed up right there because now everybody in my in the crew is gonna call him. Oh no, no, we gotta backtrack that. Fuck. Uh, We're trying to delete this live episode. My bad. I gotta cut that. Edit that. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, but but hey, man, it was really cool talking to you and getting to know you a bit through this uh, through this podcast and talking with you, and it was awesome seeing your video and seeing. Just so much talent in the video with the skaters and so much, and just like a really good project come out because it's rare to see something like that. So um, thanks for that and thanks for coming on the show, man. It was it was cool to chat with you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. I mean, I appreciate coming on here. You know, it's was one of my goals to you know one day get recognized by you guys to you know to get on here and shine light on you know my friends and like future things that I have going on. So yeah, thank you guys again. Appreciate it. Do you have any uh, last words? Shout, shout outs, last words, any words of wisdom, things you want to say before uh, we part ways? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know, shout out to all the homies. Uh, I could say with, to them all the time. Without them, the video wouldn't be up to no good. Uh, shout out to my sponsor, Moonshine. You know, they just made me pro for the uh, for his brand, so... That's pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, and dope. You get you gonna get a wheel coming out soon. Uh, I don't know. I, whatever, it's up to him. Like honestly, like I, to me, I'm just more hyped that I'm on a wheel. You heard out. it here first. Dennis Lopez oh. coming out with the Moonshine Pro Wheel 2021. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, shout out to them, and um, just keep skating, man. Like that, that's I know it's cliche, but. Just keep doing what you do, like block out everything, all the hate, and 
just skate for fun skate with do you love it if that's what you love to do then do it like you don't have to you have no one to impress but yourself boy nice well said well i just want to say before we sign off that after watching up to no good which by the way is in the link in the description and for anybody watching on youtube to go check it out after this um yeah, after watching that video, it's it's good to see that there's like a bright future with all the newer generation of skaters in our sport. And this is definitely proof of that. So thanks for making that video and sharing it with everybody. Everybody, I highly urge you to go check it out. Cool. Thank so, you, guys, man. Appreciate it. Hell yeah, for definitely. Sure. Thanks for watching, everyone. Stay tuned um, Thursday for our next episode with Yo-Yo about Winter Clash. So check that one out. Everybody, thanks for watching. Peace. Peace. Hope Peace. to skate with you soon, Dennis. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm always with John John. I mean, John John's been around uh, skating with us, so just hit him up or hit me up. We get to skate for sure. Dope. Peace, oh, yeah, man. boy. Later, everyone. Keep talking. Peace.